You're listening to episode number 15 of the Unraveled Mama podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Moreland. Hey mama, I hope that this episode finds you all doing really well. I wanted to share with you a session that I had with my current clients. The feedback that I got from my current clients after this session was very powerful and I could not wait to share that session with you. I recorded it up at our family's cabin so the audio might sound a little bit different, but the content is so good and I wanted to make sure that I delivered it straight to you guys. So please take the time to enjoy and to really allow what's talked about to process, to hit you in the heart and to change the way you're looking at your day, your week, your month, and your year. It really is a go-to strategy for me. I cannot wait for you to check it out and learn it. So here we go. Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths processes and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us, leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Guys, it's Monday morning. This week is Thanksgiving. It has been a crazy, crazy 2020. It's going to be a crazy, crazy, interesting and different Thanksgiving. And what's a girl to do? That's what we're about to chat about today. That's what we're going to dive into today is what is a girl to do, right? And so today, what I really want to focus on talking about is affirmations. And I know, I know, I know, I know you guys are like, oh gosh, I showed up for affirmations. Like seriously, I've heard about affirmations 752 times. I've read a book, I've read a blog, I've done all of these things. And while I believe that to be true, there is always something from someone else that we can take and use. And a lot of times, you guys, a lot of times in our health and wellness journey and in our mindset journey, our brains are not ready to take in the information that's coming at us. So a lot of the concepts and things that we talk about in Macros Made Easy and in K-More Macro might seem repetitive, but it's repetitive for a reason because they are best practices. And a lot of times our brains are simply incapable of taking in the information and using it at certain points in our journey. And so it's important to have that consistent exposure to it because as we continue to grow, as we continue to learn, it really starts to resonate. It really starts to seep into our head, seep into our heart and become a part of who we are, right? And so repetition is so, so, so important. I was a high school English teacher at an inner city high school, Alhambra High School on 35th Avenue in Camelback here uh, in Arizona. And uh, one of the massive strategies that we constantly use was repetition, 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 right? So that that becomes their new norm. It becomes their default mindset. And that's what I want affirmations to become for you. But 
a lot of us don't know how to use affirmations and a lot of us don't have a process and how to use them. And that's what we're going to chat about today. So we're going to talk about affirmations today. Some of you may use them. Some of you may not be using them either way. It's going to be something that will absolutely help you during this season because this season can get super, super stressful. Okay. I heard this quote and I'm going to repeat it twice. and I'm going to say it very slowly. Okay. If there is no enemy within, then there is no enemy on the outside that can do you any harm. Okay. If you want to jot this down, uh, if you want to whoop out your iPhone and type it in your iPhone. Um, and, and if you don't, then I will make sure that this goes into Voxer as well. I'm going to repeat it again. The quote that I heard says, if there is no enemy within, then there is no enemy on the outside that can do you any harm. When I heard this, you guys, it hit me like a ton of rocks. It hit me hard. I was like, oh gosh, if there is no enemy within, there is no enemy in here. If there's no enemy in here, there is nothing outside that can do me any harm. There is no person. There is no food. There is no uh, boss. There is no circumstance, situation, pandemic that can harm me. I am the only one that can harm me, right? If you get out of your own way, there is nothing that can stop you. Did you hear that? You are your only roadblock in the world. You are your only roadblock. I am my only roadblock, period. No questions asked. Because if there is no enemy within here and no enemy within here, there is no enemy or negativity or pandemic or circumstance or situation or kid situation that can harm me. Because if I am solid here and I am solid here, I can handle it all. I can handle it. Now, not to say I won't feel things, not to say that I won't be hurt, not to say that I won't be sad, but it won't harm me. I will grow from it. I will be better for it, right? Oh, and you're asking yourself, like, how? How could that be true? How can that be right, right? I'm going to give you a breakdown. And if you're somebody who likes things in written format, this is going to be my blog that drops tomorrow. But affirmations, affirmations are incredible. And there's a, there's a process in which I want you to use these affirmations so that what we just talked about becomes solidified and true and real to your heart, okay? And there's a process in which you use affirmations that really allow it to become true for you and really allow it to impact your life for greatness and for the better, right? And so if you're a person who needs that written down and you need to reread it, reread it and take notes on it, then that blog is coming for you guys uh, tomorrow. And I want to talk about it today and where it's going to be incredible, right? So um, when we are using affirmations, I'm going to talk about 12 gratitude affirmations to help you find peace as we head into this pandemic winter, right? Like it's the beginning of what we knew was coming and now here we are, right? And you guys know that uh, I can relate to everyone who's in a stressful situation with this pandemic, who has been quarantined. My husband had COVID two weeks ago. I know the challenges of it. My kids having to be home from school, no sports, that whole thing, him being home, me being a single mom, running a business full time. Like it was a hard time. There were lots of meltdowns, lots of tears, but I had to keep reminding myself of the goodness, right? When we remind ourselves of the goodness through affirmations, we deep rooted and seed gratitude into our world. Okay. So 
there's a lot to be thankful for, but right now 2020 slapped us around a little bit. It feels a little bit difficult to do that, right? And so starting your day off with a gratitude affirmation is a great way to remind yourself of all the wonderful things that you have in your life. And then repeating a gratitude affirmation can give you the energy and the courage to face the day and all of the challenges and adventures that it's going to bring. Daily gratitude affirmations can help you recognize that your dreams are possible, that your goals are doable, that the hard things can be hard and you can still own them, dominate them and move and push forward. Right? So there is a three-step process that I want to talk to you about using before we talk about specific affirmations. Okay. And I'm going to give you, for me, when I first started thinking about affirmations, I really, really struggled with what? Like, what do I say? What do I think? What do I do? How do I do it? And so that's what I want to help give you guys today. I'm going to give you 12 affirmations that are going to help you, but I'm also going to give you a process in which how to use them so that you feel like you can do it. Right. And so how to get started with gratitude affirmation practices is we're going to use a three-step system, right? And this is going to help guide you so that you don't give up in a week. Cause that's typically what we do. We're like, I'm going to use affirmations. I'm going to be grateful. We do it for a week. And then we're like, yeah, I'm done. I forgot about it. I'm not going to do it. Right. We want to make this a lasting habit. And so this three-step approach is absolutely going to help you do that. So number one, post. Okay. And you can jot these down. If you're at home, I want you to post once you pick your affirmation. I'm going to give you a list of affirmations here in a little bit, but once you pick your affirmation, I want you to write it down and post it in a few places around your house or office, or even your car, wherever it is that you spend time in your bedroom, in your bathroom, in your kitchen, in your car. Like I spent a lot of time in my car, driving my kids back and forth. I want you to post it there, right? put it on a few sticky notes and then put them up and, and put them all over the place. That one affirmation, we're going to focus on one affirmation. We're going to focus on it so much that you're going to memorize it. And it's going to be something that when something challenges you, or when you feel a heart pull, or when you feel that shift in energy, you can pull that affirmation out of your head, repeat it to yourself and keep moving. Okay. So that's number one. Number one, we're going to post it. We're going to post it in places that we can see it. We're going to write it on our mirror. We're going to put it in the kitchen. We're going to put it in our car. We're going to post it. Number two, this step is crucial in making your gratitude affirmation a habit. We are going to set a reminder on your phone a few times a day throughout the day, right? Start. And, and then when you set the alarm on your phone, I recommend that you do morning, lunchtime, dinner time. In the little uh, phone note, I'm going to put my affirmation because at the beginning, I'm not going to remember it, right? In the beginning, I'm going to be like, crap, what was my affirmation? Uh, then I have to find it. And if I'm going to have to find it, I'm not going to do it. So in the little title of your alarm, put the affirmation in there. So when your alarm goes off, it pops up and you can read the affirmation, shut your alarm off and repeat it to yourself a few times and then turn it off. If I don't set an alarm, it's never going to happen. It is, it is um, naive for me to think that I will remember to be grateful throughout a chaotic day when my kids are crying, when the dinner is burning, when we're in the car on the way to practice and we're late or my husband's at work. It will be impossible for me to remember to be grateful um, on my own. So if I need help with that, I'm going to set an alarm and I'm going to set it multiple times um, so that I can remember to be grateful and have gratitude and say my affirmation multiple times a day. Step number three, we're going to share. You're going to share your affirmation with your loved ones. And some of you are like, what? Why? Because if you share it, it becomes something, it, 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 there's a ripple effect. Okay. So when we are working on gratitude, when we are working on affirmations, 
there's a ripple effect. And now the people around us start to think gratitude. They start to take, think positively. They start to think in affirmations. And I don't know about you guys. Well, I'm pretty sure about you guys because you're mamas. I want to impact my kids in a positive way every single day. And if I share my affirmation with them and they see me actively pursuing that affirmation and using it and reminding myself of it, guess what I'm doing? I am affirming those things into their lives. I am breathing that affirmation into their world. And I want that so desperately for my family because listen, their little lives, they're hard right now too. They're not easy. And we know that their little lives are being impacted I think more than we can even comprehend right now, right? And so during this time, I want to use my time to influence them and impact them for greatness, right? And in a positive way, right? And so I want you to share that. Tell your spouse, tell your kids, tell your best friend, tell your mom. It doesn't matter who you pick. Ask them to be a part of your support system and to check in with you. And every once in a, in a while, share that affirmation with them. Tell them how that affirmation is helping you so that they can be a part of your journey and a part of your process as well, right? It helps reinforce the lesson that you're learning in them. And teaching people is a great way to help you create a habit and stick to it as well. Listen, I believe that I am as good as I am at managing my nutrition, at thinking, you know, about myself positively, at making good decisions, at, at um, negotiating with myself on like what I do want, what I don't need, because I spend my time teaching it to you guys, right? When I was a school teacher, I was really good at uh, writing essays and really good at structuring sentences because I was in the practice of teaching it right? And influencing other people with it. And when you do that within your home, it becomes ingrained in you. And that's what we want. Okay. So those are the, that's the three-step process, right? We want to post it. We want to remind ourselves of it. And then we want to share it. And that's the power of using all three of those. Okay. And then there's 12 empowering affirmations that I want to share with you. But as I share them with you, I also want to put a little caveat in there because I want these to be true to you, right? So these are just a few ideas that you can use. Don't feel like you have to stick with something on this list, but if something resonates with you, I want you to use it. And if it doesn't feel authentic to you, then I don't want you to use it, right? Our brains will want to fight this new way of thinking. It will want to fight you on it because it's a new shift and it, and our brains like to focus on the kind of the panic and staying in the funk, right? And so this is going to be a little battle with your brain. But if something doesn't feel authentic to you, if you read one of these affirmations, you're like, that doesn't resonate with me right now. That's not one you use. We don't lie to ourselves. We don't lie to ourselves because lying to ourselves never works, right? We want to pick an affirmation that feels authentic to us, that lifts us up. And then that's the one that we want to use, right? Also, if one of these isn't written in your voice, like that's not a way that you would talk to yourself, then tweak it just a little bit. So you can take the idea, tweak it a little bit, and then use that in your own voice. I'm going to share the 12 with you. They're also going to be written in the blog, and I will also share them with you guys in Voxer so that you can take them today. The blog will be posted tomorrow. When the blog posts, I'll put the link of the blog in our Voxer. But the very first one is, I feel an abundance of gratitude for everything I've received every day. Okay, that's one. Two, my needs and desires are generously met. For this, I am thankful. Like, I would never say for this, right? So I would just say, like, my needs and desires are generously met. I'm thankful, right? That's how you want to make it and put it in your own voice. I am continually amazed at how abundant my life is already. 
Number five, I am grateful for everything I experience in this life. I overcome, I grow, and I prosper all the time. My abundant blessings as well as my difficulties all make me better, stronger, and more alive. I love this one. I love this one. But I'm not sure that I can take that one on right now because it feels, this might be a New Year's one for me. <laughs> right? In the chat, let me know, like, yeah, that might be a New Year's one for me. I'm not really feeling that right now, right? Um, and as I read these off to you, uh, put in the chat which one really hits home and resonates with you, okay? Um, number six, I am so grateful for every person and everything in my life. Number seven, I appreciate everything I have and I show my sincerest gratitude to my loved ones. Number eight, the universe pours joy into my life every day. It has my cup overflowing with wealth, health, and love. Number nine, my life is singular, unique, and wondrous. For this, I am profoundly thankful. Number 10, I clearly see the beauty of life that flourishes around me. Number 11, I give gratitude for God's endless treasures. Number 12, I am grateful for my blessings, ancestors living through my blood, right? So one that really, really resonates with me right now is I am so grateful for every person and everything in my life. That one feels authentic and true to me right now. I am so grateful for every person and everything in my life. My family's had an interesting two years with health and with cancer and with, you know, just all kinds of things. Right. And so for me, I truly feel like I was thinking about it yesterday as I was driving up to the cabin, how this Thanksgiving feels so different because I usually, usually I'll be totally honest and I have to whisper because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but usually Thanksgiving feels like such a chore. I'm like, oh my gosh, all these people, my house is going to be messy. I got to take care of the turkey. It's the hardest part. And you know, the whole thing. And this year I'm like, I cannot wait to have my family at my house, to sit next to them, to put my arms around them, to watch a movie with them, to not rush out to Black Friday shopping. Like it just feels different this year. And number six really resonates with me right now. Like I truly feel that in the past years, I might've been like, eh, keep it rolling. Let's go. <laughs> right. And so that one really resonates with me. Now, listen, when you feel like you've incorporated one of these affirmations into your world, like it's become true. Like maybe I use number six for the next month and in a month I'm like, man, that one really feels true to me. And I feel like that's an affirmation that's deeply rooted and seated in my soul. Then I can add another one. And what's crazy is, and, and I don't know if you guys are, are spiritual or not, but if I, I am a, a spiritual person, right? And so when you study the Bible and you remember Bible verses, what happens is when something you know hard comes along or when something good comes along, your brain automatically goes to that Bible verse and you recite it in your head and you give gratitude and you, you Lord, I'm so thankful, right? And so these are kind of the same things that we can do quickly right? That we can do quicker. If you're a spiritual person and you want to do a, a affirmation that is spiritually based, that is biblically based, then go find a scripture that says one of these things that speaks one of these things to you. And you can use both of them in conjunction, right? And so that's just, that's a way that once you feel like it's deeply rooted in who you are and it's a belief, it's, it's something that you have at your core, then you can add another one and add another one. Mamas, listen, think about this. If in our day, every time something hard, every time something difficult, every time something triggered us, instead of running to the fridge, running to the food, running to self-soothe, if we pulled out an affirmation from our heart and from our head, and we use that instead to soothe ourselves, 
how much better would we be in this life? How much better for that would we be? I believe we would be incredibly fortunate to have that as a way to self-soothe, as a way to redirect, as a way to deal with the trigger, to deal with a hard time, right? And so that's one of the reasons why I want you guys to use it this way, because if it becomes something that's deeply rooted and stored in your soul, it will be the thing that you reach for to find relief, to de-stress, to feel better, right? And that's exactly what these affirmations are supposed to be. It's supposed to help you decrease the stress because it reminds you, I am okay. And I am okay because I am abundantly blessed. But if we don't have that in our head and in our heart, if that's not our first go-to, if our first go-to is to the fridge, if our first go-to is to um, negatively beat ourselves up, then we won't find that relief. We won't find that as a de-stressor, right? Between the holidays and coronavirus, making it second round, stress levels are at an all-time high. And I wanted to share this gratitude affirmation technique so that you have a tool to decrease the stress especially during Thanksgiving. Holidays are not all, always awesome for all of us. They bring on a lot of stress, a lot of overwhelm. And as that stress and overwhelm comes, I want you to be able to remind yourself in your core, this is who I am. I am okay. I am good. I am grateful. And affirm yourself in that way, right? There will always be stumbling blocks. There will always be stress, but there's always joy around us. And we can use these positive affirmations to redirect and reframe ourselves so that we can keep our eyes focused on the good things. Focus on the good things. I heard this other quote. Um, I, I actually heard it yesterday. And as I was thinking about this and having this talk with you guys, the other quote that I heard um, that really resonated with me is, live a full life and die empty, right? Like, I want to live a full life of love and gratitude and compassion and passion and appreciation and admiration. Like, that's what I want to fill my world up with. And when I die, I want to have used all of that and had all of that in my body. And when I die, I want to leave empty. I want to have given it all out, shared it all with the universe, shared it all with my, with my family, with my friends, with the people at you know, Walmart, at Target, at the gas station. I want to use all of those positive gifts, give it out to the world so that when I die, I die empty. And that's a good place to die. I used all of that love and that goodness to spread and to shed it all over the world. And that's what I want you guys to go into this next week thinking, right? Now, we're also going into a food holiday. And for a lot of us, there's a ton of overwhelm, there's a ton of stress, there's a ton of anxiety and um, uncertainty around it. And I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to remind yourself of this one singular thing. We've already created a plan. You've got a plan. We talked about it last week. If you're unsure or uncertain about that plan, then I want you to let me know, okay? And we can hash it out today before it gets crazy. And actually, today's going to be the last day I'm taking off the rest of the week. Of course, if you email me or need me, I will, I will you know, check in and make sure that I address that. But I'd like for it to get done today um, so that I can kind of check out a little bit as well and be present with my family. But you've got your plan. And the one thing that I want you to remember is that it's one day of eating. And just like eating well for one day will not cause you to drop 10 pounds of body fat, eating poorly for one day will not cause you to gain 10 pounds of body fat. It's one day, one meal. Okay. So we've got this plan. We're going to use our plan. We go into the holiday. It doesn't go our way. That's okay. The next best 
thing to do, my friends, is to hop right back on track the next day. That is how my most successful clients keep their goals during vacations, during holidays, during celebrations, during graduations, during anniversaries, is they can have a day where it doesn't necessarily go their way. And the next day they jump right back on top of it and they are good to go. Mamas, that's what I've got for you when it comes to the um, mindset talk, uh, the Monday mindset, the mindset minute, whatever you want to call it. That is what I wanted to bring to the table for you. I wanted to bring a little inspiration, a little relief, a little de-stressor and a process in which you can do that and hold yourself accountable to de-stressing yourself without using food, without using shopping, without mentally beating yourself up. This is a fantastic way to redirect, to shift your energy, to shift your focus, and to keep you moving forward in progression of feeling mentally tough and keeping your nutritional goals. That's what I got for y'all. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.